How's it going, everybody? This is Kenny from Real Talk with Ken coming at you again with another episode on Anchor. I just want to say shout out to Anchor for giving me the opportunity and giving thousands upon thousands and millions upon millions of people the opportunity to get their thoughts out there and create podcasts. It's a really great way to start a podcast um, for free, essentially. Or you could pay, you could upgrade to the premium or the other version and, and uh, essentially do your own podcast. But um, I'm so happy to be a part of Anchor and to basically get my voice out there. So shout out to you, Anchor. All right, getting right into it. So you guys know what's been going on with Donald Trump and South Korea, sorry, North Korea and the peace summit that just happened. And my here's my take on this whole thing. All right. First of all, let's give Donald Trump credit where he needs where he deserves credit. I'm sorry if you're going to hate me for this, my listeners, but this is real talk with Ken. I, I dabble in facts. I dabble in truth. And I don't, I'm as an independent, I can give two fucks about what this side says or what the other side says. I'm going to give credit where credit is due. So let's give two claps for Donald Trump. Two claps for essentially opening up the um, uh, venues or the, the, the opening up the lines of communication between us and our creator being the first president to go out and see what this psychopath wants. So I will give him that. I'll give him that. He deserves credit for that. Having said that, now it's time for me to rip him a new one. So basically, there was nothing that, in my opinion, and as well as even this one Fox News commenter ripped into him. And I'm going to get his name in a minute for you because I, I actually shared the video on um, on my Facebook page. And basically, I don't I think that this whole thing was a waste of money. On behalf of the uh, American people. And. He basically. How can I put this? We. As a country. Donald Trump. Went in there. And basically. Went in there and. Basically agreed. To end the joint military exercises. The joint military exercises. With South Korea, by the way, never told South Korea anything. That's first of all. And basically got nothing in return but a promise to stop uh, testing my nukes is on, the ha- on the behalf of South Korea. Now, what's wrong with this? What, what, why, what's wrong with this whole thing is that, first of all, America... It has a long history with North Korea. North Korea has lied to many countries, has made many promises for many countries, and have never came through on not even 50% of those promises. That's one. Two, why, why will, as, as a country, right? North Korea for years have been, has been trying to find and create a, a, a nuclear weapon that works, right? All just so that they can establish them as a, as a legitimate superpower so that other countries could take them seriously and that they can have this chip and this ball in their part to negotiate. So why, in common sense thinking, why would they ever agree to complete irreversible um, denuclearization? Why would they do that when that's their only card that they have? Outside of them having nukes, nobody ever took North Korea seriously. I didn't as an individual. I know I thought the, 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 the news of course will fear monger you. Um 
will fearmonger you into believing that the world's going to end, you know, North Korea's going to bomb us. There's actually people that are whack jobs out there that are actually f are preparing for it to happen as if it's like a real, that it was going to probably happen. And I'm like, no, first of all, they can't even afford to feed their entire country. Right? There's no way he could feed, you know, feed or support a war with America. No way. They're, they're, they're so, we're so more advanced than them in technology, blah, blah, blah. But now these motherfuckers got nukes. So now they have the, the, uh, the balls to sit at the table and, and demand things. So why would they give up that one thing? Why would I say, okay, you can have my nukes. I'll, I'll destroy all my nukes. I'll destroy all my nuclear testing sites. And, what, and now I lost all my cards and I have nothing to negotiate. And now you don't take me any. Now we go back to square one where you take me. You don't take me serious. Oh, I have this massive army, but I have no nukes. I have no other technology, so you don't take me serious anymore. Why would North Korea agree to that? Come on, people. Let's put on our critical thinking caps. Let's close our eyes and invite the spirit of critical thinking for once. That does not make any sense. And Donald Trump, I wanted to believe that. I, you know, I wanted to give him a chance and say he's going to make a good deal. He's going to represent America. No, he shows his ass at the G7. He, and he's continuously attacking and insulting our allies, which is, more, which is basically, and I said this before on my other podcast, that is my other podcast episode. It is geographically isolating us from the rest of the world. He's pulling out of NAFTA deals. He's or he's trying to put out a NAFTA deal. He's pulled out of the TPP. He pulled out of the France agreement accord. He's pulled out. He pulled out the Iran nuclear deal. He's pulling us out of all these deals. With uh, has been that a lot of time has been has been taken to essentially create these deals with a lot of diplomacy. Instead of saying, let's revisit the terms, no, let's scrap it and get the hell out. We want nothing to do with you. And then he's praising evil dictators like Putin and Kim Jong-un. It's like, you said America first, guy. You said America first. But from what I can see that's coming out of the mouth of this president is praise for people that are praise for our enemies and disrespect for our allies. And it's disgusting. It's disgusting to watch. It's disgusting to see on Twitter. It's disgusting to hear people defend him. Like, it's okay. We are a great country because not only are we a massive superpower military-wise, but we, because of the deals and the negotiations and the, the, the deals that we signed that have made us and expanded our democracy through diplomacy, through negotiation and export, trade, and goods, that's why America's the big brother to everybody, because we got involved in everybody's business and, we, and created negotiations and deals. Now, he's completely isolating us as if we are not the leader of the free world, that we need to be in isolation. Now, part of me, I kind of agree with it in the sense of, like, I feel like we shouldn't, America shouldn't have to help everybody. Right now, America needs to help ourselves. We have so much things going on in our country domestically right now that I'm kind of a fan of I just saying, you know what? We're going to keep, we're going to stay where we are in other countries, but we're not invading any other countries. We're not helping no other countries. I'm sorry, Syria. Obama, we should never been in, we never should have been in Syria. You know what I mean? We have people that don't have health care in this country, but yet we, but we're going to fight and help other, other people get, a, help other people in other countries get health care or organize their government. There's no way. It makes no sense. You can't essentially cook for somebody else when you don't got food in your own damn house, is essentially what I'm trying to say. So I kind of agree with the, with the theory of isolating 
for a time and and focusing on just America, but not the way he's going about it. It's crazy. Like, it's insane. And like I said, nothing came out of this summit. There was no sign, no agreement signed, no peace treaty signed. There was nothing signed. They sat there and talked, and then afterwards he went on and praised him and basically, and, and basically told everybody how great of a, of a dictator he is and how much, people, how much his people love him, which is completely bogus because people don't love him. They fear him, and he knows that, and any real cruel dictator knows that it's better to be feared than loved. These people are feared for their lives. They live in who live in that country, and that's all they know. They don't love him. They don't think he's a great dictator. They think he's a heinous one. Killed his own family, uncles, everybody. Come on now. I don't know. It was a waste of taxpayers' money, in my opinion, because we had to pay for him to go to Singapore and do all this shit. And everybody's like, oh, it's a step in the right direction. We'll see what happens with it. There's no step in no right direction. History, history is never, history never lies to us. You might want to whitewash history like we have in the textbooks, but history never lies to us, family. We've been here before. All this thing, it's all tricks. It's diplomacy. It's politics. And part of me feels like Kim Jong-un knows that Donald Trump's an idiot and he's going he's gonna to run circles around him just like Putin is. And Putin probably got in his ear and said, look, this guy's an idiot. Okay, he's a complete buffoon. He doesn't know what he's talking about. He makes terrible deals. You can run game on him. There's no need to go to, to don't waste the bullets and the bandages. Just play, play the psychological game with this guy. He's not as good as he touts himself to be. All I know is that this was terrible. It's a terrible idea. And, I mean, it wasn't a terrible idea, but it wasn't as good. It wasn't as good as everybody's hyping it up to me. And the right-wing media, like Fox News, of course, look how the, the hypocrites on there. Oh, look what Donald Trump is doing. First president ever do it. But when Obama wanted to do it, of course. No, you know, just you got to be black to get the, to get the, the bad treatment. From Fox News. Oh, he's terrible. What kind of president would meet with an evil dictator? What kind of president would praise an evil dictator? Donald Trump did. And it's ridiculous. It's sad and it's pitiful. Oh my God. That's all I got to say about this. I don't want to talk about it no more because it's pissing me off. I want to talk more about trade. Um, because this is what affects you. Okay. Um, sorry, I couldn't. I can't find the guy. I'm looking for the guy right now, who basically criticized Donald Trump, and he he works at Fox News. I'm trying to find him. It's really hard to Google while doing a podcast, <laughs> but um, you could find the video on my Facebook page. And oh, I found his name, Shepard Smith. Shepard Smith. Um, has criticized him. He was like about. He went basically went off on a rant about this whole thing and basically destroyed Donald Trump and this whole and basically basically pissed in the cereal about this whole North Korea bullshit. Yes, yeah, look up the video by Shepard Smith and you'll see what I'm talking about and what and why. Even I'm surprised that he still has his job. I don't think he's going to still have his job, Shepard Smith, because. Anybody that goes against the narrative 
of Fox News ends up elsewhere. And so uh, most independents on that show doesn't, don't really last long. They, bring, they might bring on Geraldo, Geraldo once in a while. He's, he's a self-proclaimed liberal. I don't think so. But um, they usually don't last too long. Kelly, uh, the Kelly from the, what's the name? That, that woman, Kelly, whatever. She was on there for a little bit. Um, and then she now she's at, she works for MSNBC. So anybody that really challenges the narrative that they're pumping to get rid of. But he, I will give credit where credit is due. And he essentially tore them a new one. He tore, he tore Donald Trump and this whole thing a new one. Now let's move on to something else. I don't want to talk about this shit no more because it's stupid. Let's talk about something that really affects us as, a, as people. Okay? Um, these tariffs that this jackass president has been putting through, by the way, unilaterally, unilaterally almost unilaterally, all economists have said this is a bad idea. His chief economic advisor resigned post-GOP bill and um, pre, um, the, when, he, when he tried to propose these tariffs on Mexico, Europe, basically a lot of the countries in the EU and Canada, they were like, this is stupid. Because a trade war is, it doesn't help anybody. It, does, it just causes a huge confusion like, literally, Donald Trump is, like, the family member that you don't invite to anything because when everybody's having a good time and everybody's enjoying, everybody's enjoying the, you know, whatever's the festivities or whatever deals that have been made in the sense of trade, and everybody's okay with everything, and we all have a general consensus, and everybody's cool, he's the family member that comes up and fucks everything up. Literally starts a bunch of confusion fucking starts a huge argument and trade in a war and then fucking disappears out of nowhere. Or they're, he, they're, they're the individual that's there stirring the pot, the instigator. This is what Donald Trump is doing. He's instigating and essentially he instigated when, when he made the proposal and now he fulfilled it by signing the tariffs. Now, why is this fucking important, right? Why, why am I wasting my breath? Can you, can you real talk? Can, why, why, why is this important? Because it affects your pockets, family. It affects your pockets. You have to care about these things. I'm not saying you should go and start a picket line, but you have to stay relevant with these things when it comes to 2020. Because this is the bad that he's doing. If you just watch Fox News, you don't know what you don't know what the cost of this is. The Fox News will only tell you the good side, the pros, not the cons, not the effects. They'll tell you the cause and the reason, but not the effect. What is it? What is tariffs? Okay, a tariff is a in plain terms is a tax on goods coming into a country. It's a tax. It's like that's what it is. Okay, in the U.S., many tariffs are paid at the time of entry into the U.S. via custom the custom uh, the customs broker. So basically, when the when they when the the goods come in, the customs broker says, "What do you have on this ship?" Okay, this is the tax. Give me the money. Whatever. Long story short along with other duties and fees that may apply to import. This is a Business Insider article I'm reading from. I love Business Insider. I know what you're going to say. Oh, it's lots of liberal. That's liberal. I don't, I'm not reading it because it's liberal. I read Business Insider because I love finance, and I love business, and I love investing. And I love to know what's going on in my country, and that's what they do. That's what they cover, okay? And this, is, this, was, a, this was essentially a basic non... I would say this, this in article in its entirety was a nonpartisan article. So y'all could chill and y'all could fall back with that one. 
And it's just explaining what a tariff is and what the effect of these tariffs would do. All right, so I'm going to read on a little bit. Though. The idea of a tariff is to push the price of foreign goods to make, US, make the U.S.-made option more attractive. Now, this, in theory, makes sense. If, and, and I'm going to tell you what this is, the, you know, I'm going to tell you why it's stupid, but it makes sense if, like, okay, I'm going to slap a tariff on, let's say, um, what's made in China? Because uh, a lot of our shit's made in China. Um, try to think of a good thing that's made in China. Let's just say let's just say glass is made in China. Okay, I'm not really sure if it is, but say I am a glass business. Okay, I'm a business owner and I make glass, and I need a certain material to make my specific glass. I, as a business owner, I've I've always said this to people in my videos and my when I vlog, and everything. As a business owner, my first and utmost responsibility is to my business, not to my work, at least in America, not to my workers. They don't, these CEOs and businesses do not give a fuck about you and your family. That's first and foremost. My first responsibility as a business owner is to keep my doors open. And in order to do that, I have to find a, a, a low cost, uh, price for goods that I need to make my product. So, like I going back to my example, if I am a glassmaker and I need a certain material to make my glass, that material I know is sold in four countries and made in the U.S. Now, U.S. charges, I don't know, let's give it a number, $10 per, per pound or whatever. Let's just stick with me. It's just an example, okay? I want to teach you guys something. $10 per pound of this ingredient to make my glass. China sells it for five. The EU sells it for two, the $2 per pound, and whatever other country sells it for another price, $16 or whatever, right? My goal to keep my doors open is to go to the cheapest place to get my, that product so that I can then eliminate costs because that's the thing that every business person wants to control their cost, and they want to maximize their profit. Cost means a negative, positive is a plus, okay? So, now I'm gonna flip sides. I'm gonna tell you why this is, I'm, why this is good. So what his intention is, let's slap these tariffs on these imported goods that's coming in from other countries to force businesses to invest in American infrastructure American-made products. Okay, sounds good. Sounds really good. And how they would do that is because if you raise, if you slap a tariff, you're raising the price for them. So if they were paying, say, they want to pay China two dollars per gram. If I want for in my example, two two dollars per gram of that special ingredient to make my glass, it's now going to be two dollars plus a fifty percent tax which jacks up the price to like $10 or something like that, some outrageous, because now I have to pay the import tax, the tariff, as well as the price for the goods. You see where I'm getting at? So it drives the price, the cost on the behalf of businessmen and CEOs in this country, it drives their cost up. So no, they, with, in theory, pushing them away from that and going to the American company and buying products made in America. Now, there's two problems that that presents. One, 
first of all, it's not really going to incentivize them to uh, essentially move away from um, dealing with China. Because what China does, China cuts corners and, and essentially mass produces things to cut to basically drop their prices. China has one of the lowest prices for goods because they one they cut corners and they mass produce. So when they have and they have a ton of supply, so they can drop their price as low as possible, which basically helps them manipulate the market. So with those things said, they manipulate the, they manipulate the market. And what these business owners will do, they'll just continue to do business with China because, like the CEO from Apple says, it's not even just about the price; it's about the skilled workers, the high level, the high level. Of skilled workers in China, they have very even though they cut corners, they are highly skilled. So that's part that's part of the problem. So what these CEOs and businesses will do, and which they have done in the past, because guess who in the past put a ton of tariffs on another Republican president by George W. Bush, who didn't do anything to this country. He didn't. It wasn't no recession. He didn't start it. He didn't have nothing to do. It was all Obama, right? Ignorant fucks. But he slapped tariffs and. Within a fir- the first quarter of those tariffs being implemented, the U.S. lost 200,000 jobs. Okay? That's how you get a 16.9 uh, unemployment rate, folks. Okay? So, these tariffs, it, 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 the intent is good. He's not do- Donald Trump is not doing this with the intent to destroy our country. He's doing this with the intent to make to bring make America great again and in his eyes and and whatever. But he's stupid, though. He has no experience. And people in who has been who've been fired and resigned have told you, Americans, that he's incompetent and he does not know what he's doing. But we continue to back him. Right, Trumpsters? Whatever. I digress. And so. It's like in this case, he says, in this case, Trump is attempting to get companies to use um, the less the less Chinese produced goods and opt to make more American made in the U.S. or or a or a, imported from a more friendly trade ally. So that's what his intent is. But we know, like I just said, they will fire their workers. Why will they fire their workers or or lower the wages? Because as a business owner, what did I say? First priority: keep my doors open. How do I keep my doors open? I limit costs and I increase profit. How can I do so now that now that my product is that the supply, my supplier has a tax on the product, on my main ingredient that makes my glass. So what do I have to do now? I have to lay off workers to offset my to offset my costs. I have to decrease my my workers wage, my the wage for my workers. I can't I can't increase wages. I have to lay off workers or decrease wage. And if I decrease wage, they're just going to quit anyway. Or I have to limit the benefits that I get. Or I have to take away benefits from my workers to offset the cost that I have to spend. This is simple economics. It's once you put yourself to do the research, folks and family, it's simple economics, guys. Simple economics. Balancing the scales of a business. You want to cut costs, you got to cut workers, you got to cut wages or benefits. You got three or, or, you find an, or you find a cheaper supplier. Now, if America wants to, if we want to increase our GDP, we need to produce more. We need to produce more skilled workers, family. 
You want the business. The reason why CEOs leave and outsource their jobs is because we don't have the workers here to do it. We brainwash our children to go to college, get a degree, and then get a good job. In the meanwhile, in the meantime, you could be paying way less for your child to go to, to, go to school and be, become rich or become well-off if you just send them for a damn trade school for a couple of years. The, C, the jobs are there. The CEOs want to hire American workers and, and, make, and, and buy American-made goods. But it's just not there. Our production is not there. It's not there. So what, they, what are you going to force them to do? You're going to force them to ex, outsource their jobs. Simple. So tariffs now, what the tariffs will do is raise the price on everything, especially when other countries retaliate. Let me read on. Because they're not done with us. When other countries are ready to retaliate, it drives the price. And America imports a lot of their, a lot of our stuff, and we export over ninety billion dollars in goods. And China just clapped back at America today, which sent the stock market into a dip. Just the proposal and the whisper of a trade war starting sent the Dow Jones into a large dip, the largest dip it had in a year. Because many people have overseas investments, as well as, of course, the Fed raised their rate to 2%, but that's another effect that affects the stock market. So for consumers, tariffs are like sales taxes in that they increase prices. Erica, Erica York and Alanis at the right-leaning tax foundation, this is, this is from the, so she's from the tax foundation, which is a right-leaning, essentially... Um, found tax, you know, tax analysis, whatever, um, said in a blog post after Trump's original metal tariffs. It's going to raise the prices. Commerce Secretary Wilbur Ross said in, at set, uh, said in a CNBC appearance after the metal tariffs were first announced in March that the increased cost for a car would amount to about $1.75, which he called no big deal. Sorry, no, sorry, not $1.75. $175, which he called no big deal on the aggregate scale. However, the increase adds up. Yes, it does. So anything, so when you put tariffs, right? And I saw, if I go on to read in this article, when you put tariffs on things, right? It Like, like for example, aluminum and metal, it, it drives up the cost of everything that that good is used or that uh, resource is used to make. So I... um. In this article, it says, what does it mean for businesses? It says, for many businesses that use imported steel and aluminum to make their products, the cost to produce them will increase. Okay. For example, the Beer Institute, a trade group that represents beer manufacturers, okay, said that a 10% aluminum tariff will add an additional $347.7 million in costs for American brewers. Other companies are also expected to take a hit from the new tariff. So what does that mean for you? So beer, which uses aluminum cans, beer is going to go up. The prices of beer is going to go up. That's another way how businesses offset their, their costs, by jacking up prices. By jacking up prices. 
So if I'm not going to cut my workers or if I'm not going to cut wages, I'm just going to raise the price on, on my product and hopefully consumers buy it. And if consumers don't buy it, if I'm not making enough money, if, I, if, I have a, if I'm having a surplus because nobody's buying my shit off the shelf because it's too expensive, then the workers must go. Wages must go. You see why this, you guys should care about that? Why it's important for you to not just vote blindly because we have a jackass running our country? Or, sorry, actually, I can't say running because we have, running is for, if you have, people who run our country are the lobbyists, really. But the people who are responsible for running our country and our government are a bunch of jackasses themselves that do nothing. Literally, they did nothing. Uh, Google, that, Google what Republicans significantly have done to change the cause, the lives of Americans since they took all three chambers. Outside of signing that stupid-ass tax bill, they've done nothing. That's slowly bankrupting our country, by the way, because they didn't reduce spending. You can't cut taxes without reducing spending, jackasses. But that's another, that's another you know, another episode for another day. I got you, Republicans. I ain't done with y'all yet. It's ridiculous. These, this trade war helps no one. It's not going to make us more competitive. If America wants to be more competitive, if Donald Trump wants to make America more competitive, then he needs to put more emphasis on trade. How about he does education reform? Reform our education system where we make it mandatory that hard trades be returned to schools. That would increase the jobs um, that would incentivize people to go learn, to become teachers, to teach in trade. To, that would give more jobs to teachers um, to, who want to teach the hard trades or people that want to teach hard trades. That would increase our production and of people who are in hard trades. That will therefore able, enable us to produce more, produce more workers so that these businesses can hire American workers and, hire, and buy American goods because we can be, have the workers to harvest the resources that we have here that's how you do it. That's how you make America great, Mr. President. You start by making the American great. You start by looking at the average day American and see what that person is lacking. They're lacking health care. They're lacking education. They're lacking affordable living. They're lacking all these things. You want to make America great? Then you look at those things and you, take, you tell your people in, 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 the, in the Senate and House to redirect and redistribute those dollars back into the American inf the infrastructure of the American. We pay so many taxes, we have shitty roads. It's because of the misappropriation of funds. Redirect the dollars back, in, back to give the money back to the people and that's how you make America great. You make America great by increasing the quality of life of your citizens. America is only as great as its people. That's why it says we the people on the Constitution. Not we the government, we the people. We're only as great, this country is only as great as people. Give the money back to us. We, pay, we forfeit it to pay your salaries. Now redirect it towards us. Get it out of war, get out of other people's countries, and stop this nonsense with the trade war. Hey man, this has been Real Talk with Ken. I'm sorry I, uh, you know, I bothered you guys for about... Um, 31 minutes, but I had a lot to say in this episode. If you like this podcast, share this podcast, subscribe to my podcast, subscribe to my page, Real Talk with Ken on Facebook. Subscribe to my, um, um, you can also find me on, uh, 
Millennials Talk Politics page. I'm the administrator of that. If you want to join that group, just send me a, a request and I'll approve you. Uh, I would advise you to read what the group is about. And you know what? It's been a good week. I'm Thank God it's fucking Friday. Enjoy everybody. Be safe. And love one another, man. And stay woke. Do your research, guys. Always research. Always read. Reading is succeeding. Peace and love. The podcast you just heard was published with Anchor. Got something you want to say to the creator of this show? Send them a voice message using the Anchor app, free for iOS and Android.